Hello and welcome to What's Going On, episode three with me, your host, Elliot Stockdale. Today, we're doing an off-the-cuff podcast because around 20, 30 minutes ago, at the time of recording, Liverpool have lost their unbeaten home runner three years. They've lost 1-0 to Burnley, a Sean Dyche masterclass. So with me, as usual, I've got Ben Smedley, SMX LFC, to talk about Liverpool, the crisis club, as their campaign is crumbling and their title challenge is collapsing. I have somehow convinced Ben to actually join me. Um, we're going to do some quick-fire questions um, just to discuss the failings of Klopp's Reds at the minute. Since Crystal Palace won 7-0, Liverpool have scored one goal in five. Firmino isn't linking up with play properly. Salah isn't looking fluid. And neither is Sadio Mane. The defence is just about working together with Fabinho at the back and Joel Matim and occasionally Jordan Henson. Uh, but the dangerous fullbacks of Robertson and Trent are just not as clinical. And again, they're just not working in the way that they should with the system. So my first question for you, Ben, uh, it's quite a simple one, is what do Liverpool need to do? Better, mate. Um, to be honest, just just be better in everything. Um, people just have this weird idea that all oh, that's missing is goals, and I did agree with that until today's game. Really, um, I didn't think the Man United performance was a worry. Um, the games before that, you know, any other time would win, like um, the Newcastle won, the West Brom, obviously the Southampton won, we lost. But again, I didn't think it was too much of a worry but this one was a worry because there was no positives in that game you know the the, the players that we've been so excited to watch um, for the last three or four years absolutely nowhere to be seen you know our biggest signing of the summer Thiago you know how much I've been singing his praises nothing tonight none of them players showed absolutely anything worthy of mounting any sort of challenge this season um We'll go through the team. Alisson, incredible game. Um, only thing that happened was the penalty. It's up to you whether you think that's a penalty. But all I will say about that is many teams have had far, far worse challenges than that that haven't been given as penalties. So that's all I'll say on that. Robertson, shocking. Trent, shocking. <sighs> Matip, I don't think he was bad. I actually think him and Fabinho were okay. Uh, Matip, I thought, was pretty decent. Say he was his first game back from his injury. But let's just talk about Trent. Um I was saying how amazing this guy is. I've never seen a right-back like him that has that technical ability, sort of like David Beckham at right-back kind of thing. He's just ridiculously good with the ball. He's just not showing it at the minute. If I told someone that hasn't watched any Liverpool games ever that this guy is the best technical right-back I've seen in many years, they would just laugh at me. It's been shocking. It's not just scoring that people keep saying. That's not it anymore. It's everything else. It's creating the chances. It's moving the ball. We're too slow. Um, and it's not so much, you know, there was a lot of talk about Thiago's coming and now Liverpool are too slow moving the ball forward. I don't even think it's that. It's around the box. Um, I used to be so bitter about teams like Burnley and West Brom and Fulham and Newcastle, you know, thinking, oh, you know, just part 10 people in the box. How hard can that be? But you know what? No, fair play to them. They've seen how easy it is to stop Liverpool now playing like that way. So why, why would they not play that way? Um the attackers, Mane, uh, again, I think he started off okay in that game. Lost interest after 15, 20 minutes. Divock misses the chance of the game. If that goes in, could have been a completely different outcome for me. No good anymore. Get rid. Thank you for the memories, mate, but it's time to, to do one, really. Um, and then, obviously, Salah coming on from the bench. 
I said in a chat earlier that if the reason to, to not start him was because of Man United on Sunday, I do think that rests on Klopp because it's about priorities. I would have rather won today than beat United on Sunday. That's not happened now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Salah again had a couple of chances when he came on. Possibly could have had a couple more if he started. Um, Shakiri uh, didn't do anything really. Minamino didn't have time to do much. But the whole team's just not linking. There's just something missing. We've seen this Liverpool team just be built up from absolutely nothing when Klopp came in. We were absolutely abysmal. And then season by season, he brought new players in, not world-class players, good players that he's built up to be world-class players. Trent coming through the academy, Robertson coming from Hull, 8 million. And we saw this team go on to conquer the world, conquer Europe, win the Premier League with absolute ease. We think, okay, this is now our time to dominate. City have had their time. We've given it three seasons and now it just seems like it's capitulating right in front of us, like you say. Um, so it is a it is a worry, and you know I've been trying to be optimistic, saying I'm not concerned, I'm not worried, I'm not worried about the future. Klopp's not under pressure, but now I still don't think he's under pressure, but um, very very concerned now. A, a lot of Liverpool's failings have be, have happened because what made them a success hasn't been working. So with Trent and Robertson bombing on. That was making them a success, and now that's not working. Salah, Mane, and Firmino all combining together. Those three, the way they're playing with each other at the minute, it's as if they've never seen each other, as if they've never met each other. Whether that's because they're running out of steam, whether they've just, you know, something's going on behind the scenes, I don't know. Or maybe it's because they haven't got the leadership of Virgil. Nobody really knows what's cracking off. But the one thing Liverpool fans are seeming to say at the minute on Twitter is that that's it now. Tonight's game is, is that that is it for them for the title. You know, the commentators were even saying it. They need to now focus yeah. on just getting the top four spot confirmed because even that isn't a definite thing at the minute. So is the Liverpool challenge over, title challenge over? And and if it is, what what happens? What happens to Klopp? Well, first of all, <laughs> It sounds ridiculous, but it is still too early to say because we are six points off United. Um, you know, all it takes is for them to go on bad form and for us to somehow, I don't know how, but somehow pick up the form. Um, but on the heat of things from this game today, as a Liverpool fan right now, I, I do think that it would take something extraordinary to win the title. Not because of how far away we are from first place, just because of how we've been playing. We don't look like a team that, like you say, even looks like, you know, they should be getting top four with ease, which should be the minimum for Liverpool. Getting top four with absolute ease should be the minimum. It looks like that's not going to be the case. You know, like you say, Tottenham have games in hand, Everton have games in hand, Villa have games in hand. A lot of teams are in better positions than us right now. Um, when I think you said something about what does that mean for Klopp if we don't win the league, I don't think it means anything, if I'm honest. And obviously, if he doesn't get top four, and he might go, yeah, he might walk, I don't know. But in terms of pressure from the board, just solely by not winning the title, I don't think that means anything because you've got to think it's took us 30 years to win our first league title. It was never going to be easy to just keep winning it every single season, especially in the, the current situation we're in now. It was always going to be very difficult for any team that wins the league. Whichever team wins the league this season deserves so much credit and so much respect. And I'll personally give it, if it's United that wins it, you might not think this, but I will generally at the time say, you know what, well done. You've won the league in such tough circumstances. Um no fans, COVID cases going through the roof, injuries galore. I know some teams haven't had them yet, but 
it will take an incredible team to win the league this season for sure. Um, but like I say, Liverpool won their first one in 30 years last season. It's now not the expectation to just keep on winning league titles because no team can um, keep on doing that, you know. Um, yeah, I I just think now we just need to get top four. Think about that. Um, Klopp did say the other day that, um, well, there was a misquote from him. People said that, uh, Klopp said that it's just going to be a top four battle. That's not what he said. Um, Klopp's always made a point of when a season starts that it is a top four battle until it's mathematically confirmed that you're in top four. Then you look up the table. Then you think, okay, can we go for the title? What can we do? So now that is the purpose. Forget about the title for now. Concentrate on going three, four wins in a row, which again, looking at our fixtures is going to be difficult. Um, Top four, minimum priority, get it done. Potentially the FA Cup on the side, that would be nice. But again, we've got United away on Sunday. So, um, yeah, I don't know how that's going to go. And then obviously Leipzig in the Champions League. So um, if we don't book up our ideas quickly, then that could be quite quite a scary thought playing Leipzig. But yeah, there's still lots to play for this season. Of course, there's many points to go. But from what we've seen, obviously, in the last three or four games now, Something's got to give. Something's got to change. These players that have given absolutely everything to this team over the last three years, you know, Klopp labelling them as mentality monsters, and rightfully so. We've seen them so many times get back up when they've been knocked down. But right now, it's not happening. There's no one on there that's showing any sort of mentality of uh, a champion. You know, we've got champions all over the pitch. Every single player in this team right now has won the Premier League or the Champions League, either with us or with another team. Uh, apart from Diogo Jota, obviously. Um, and who else did we sign in the summer? Um, yeah, just Diogo Jota. Uh, I, I can't remember who. We signed three players, Thiago, Jota. Oh, um, Simikas as well. So yeah. we're, we're, we're a team full of winners, essentially. We yeah. should be doing better than this. We should not be losing at home to Burnley. Well, even to how bad we you are. know, he came from Olympiacos and... They are the most serial winners, um, you know. Over well, he's not really been playing to be fair to him, but well, um, no, but you know, he's still yeah, got the mentality. I just mean, you know, you've, you've got players all over the pitch that knows what it takes to, to do this, so they need to book up their ideas. And quick. Uh, so Klopp has just come out on Sky while we've actually been on this and said that, um, it was impossible to lose tonight, but we did it, uh, and he's taken full responsibility saying it's his fault. And one of the biggest failings Good. I really have with Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. Um, and it's a bit Pain. weird actually because uh, uh, when it happened, when his capitulation happened at Dortmund, he did so well for them, won the league, got into the Champions League final, um, and then all of a sudden it just sort of sort of fallen apart. And I don't think it's happening in the same way that it did back then because Dortmund were like 15th, 16th, and then he walked. Um, but with Liverpool failing the way they are at the minute and just not clicking, I look at the players like some of the players I put out tonight: Divock Origi, Zeran Shakiri, uh, Minamino. Those players, I just don't think they're good enough. And while he's saying he's taking responsibility, yeah, he's taking responsibility for the defeat. But I think he needs to take responsibility for not shifting these players on like he did with Dejan Lovren and like he did with Ragnar Klavan. And then I think he needs to take responsibility in, like you've already said, resting Salah in, in such a key game. You're out of form, you've got to win. You know, the pressure's on you with Man United winning again and Man City winning again and, and Tottenham winning and those other teams that are starting to pick up more points below you. Um, and while he's taken full responsibility, I, I think there's more to it than that. I think Klopp 
in the next couple of days of the transfer window, maybe he's got to go out and get someone. But we know that Klopp isn't that kind of person. We know that the owners aren't the kind of people to just fork out money for for no reason whatsoever. Um, so I think the problem I've really got with Klopp at the minute is, yeah, he's coming out and taking responsibility for it. But it's not just this one game that he's trying. he's got to take responsibility for. I think it's for the failings that have already happened in the last few games. It's the failings that have happened over the last couple of seasons now with not replacing what would be classed as deadwood in these players. And I know you like yeah, Minamino, but... Play- Go on. Those players have been absolutely fine before. They've not been an issue now. Um, you look at Divock Origi getting the goal against Barcelona, the two goals against Barcelona. Um, Shakiri, that, that was two again. years ago. Yeah, but you're saying that right now, Elliot, that he's come in and he's not buying players to replace players there. You know, some of these players are only playing because of injuries in the team. If we had a full squad out, there's no way Divock plays that game. No way. Diogo plays. It's that simple. If we have Virgil and Gomez, we have two centre-backs and Fabinho plays in midfield. It's not all about the players that are playing. It's about the players we don't have. I get that, but with the argument I have for that is when, you know, Man City have had injuries to... Uh, to Aguero, they've got Jesus. They've had 250 million every window. But why can't, why, why can't Liverpool do this? If, if Liverpool are this huge club and Liverpool want to win <laughs> back-to-back titles and, and more Champions Leagues, then why are they not doing this? Because we're not oil-rigged. We don't just go out and spend 200 million every window without selling things. It's just a completely different run club. You know, and some fans will like that, some won't. But, you know... I'd rather it be this way, to be honest, because when you win things, it feels more special. Um, you know, City, how much stick do they get for winning trophies? Oh, well, you've spent 200 million. You should be winning the Champions League. They've not managed to do that. So you're saying we should become a team that just buy all the hyped players in the world that come out, like Bernardo Silva, for example, when he was at Monaco, tearing it up. Yet they go and fail in an area that we managed to succeed in. We've, we've been to two European Cup finals under Klopp so far. And... You know, he's done, for, for, for as far as I'm concerned, he's done absolutely nothing wrong in terms of the transfers. And yes, like you say, maybe next season some of these players will be shipped off, like Divock Origi, for example, maybe Shakiri, and potentially we'll get some more in. But there's nothing wrong with how he's handled anything, transfer regarding. You know, we brought in Diego Jota in the season, um, the summer just gone, and he's been an incredible signing. Unfortunately, he got injured in a game where it didn't really mean much, and yes, that could potentially be on Klopp as well. But, you know, if he doesn't play him in that game, Diogo doesn't play for two weeks. So it's I, I really disagree with the fact that you're saying that it's his fault that he's got these players um, playing when you've got to look at the situation. You've got to look at the circumstances we're in at the minute. We've got games coming in every single week, two games every week. Um, yes, I think Salah should have started today. Like I said, it was far more important to get the win today than Sunday. But again, on the flip side of that, we don't know Salah's position. We don't know if he's lacking a bit of sharpness, lacking a bit of fitness. You know, there's all sorts of things that go on behind the scenes and it's easy to point the finger at the manager and say, oh, he should have signed this player, he should have signed that player. But I've been happy with most of the signings. In fact, the only signing I haven't been happy with when the Klopp is Carriers, and that's obviously because of Kia. Um, I think he's done brilliant with the budget he's been given. We've sold players for ridiculous amounts that haven't been worth anywhere near that, like Ryan Brewster, for example. And then we go and sign players like Jota, Thiago for 20 million, 25 million, whatever he was. So, like I say, when all these players are back in contention to play, 
a lot of those players that play today don't get anywhere near the squad. Oxlade Chamberlain doesn't get anywhere near it because we'll have Naby Keita, we'll have Thiago, we'll have Henderson, Wijnaldum. All of those will be available for midfield. Fabinho, and he just doesn't get anywhere near it. So again, maybe he's one that we ship on next season. I don't know. But yeah, I hope that sort of clears it up a bit. No, I, well, you did what I wanted you to do. You you answered um, basically what I said in a in a in a, right, in a good manner. You, no, you've done that spot on there. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, you missed some good content. And finally, just before we finish off, um, you know, you're saying it's too early for the for the title race to to be called or anything like that. But I do just want a quick off the cuff prediction from you, just for the title right now. On spot, who's winning it? City. You know, you know. I think City. Um, they've got the best squad. I know they've currently got De Bruyne and Aguero out, but th- th- they'll make do with Mares, with Foden, with Bernardo Silva. Ruben Diaz is incredible right now with John Stones. I've conceded like one goal in 11 games. They've got a manager that knows what it takes to win the Premier League, where the other teams don't, apart from us with Klopp. Um, for me, they're clear favourites. And at the start of the season, obviously, I backed Liverpool based on uh, an 11 that consisted of Alisson, Robbo, Virgil, Gomez, Trent, Thiago, Fabinho, Henderson, Mane, Firmino, Salah. Nobody expected it to go the way it's gone with the two, the two centre-backs getting season-long injuries. Um, with, you know, the COVID situation seemed to be taking such a toll on a lot of the teams, not just Liverpool, a lot of the teams. Um, but yeah, City for me now are definitely favourites to win the league for sure. Um, yeah, I just don't know what else I need to say. They've scored 31 goals and conceded 13. They know how to win games when they're tough. Like yesterday, Villa gave them a very, very good game. You know what happened to us when Villa gave us a very, very good game? Um, a lot of teams will struggle against teams like Villa this season, but City seem to be the one that can just, you know, I know they've got a few draws early on, but it seems like they're kind of over that now. The next period for all of these teams is really, really crucial, to be honest, because everyone plays some decent teams now um, in the next three, four, five, six weeks. So I think we will start to get a better picture of who's really in the running um, as we head towards uh, sort of like mid-February. Um, so, yeah, look, it's not over. It's not 100% over. It's unlikely that we'll win the league, but it's not over. I still, at the end of the day, I believe in this team. I believe in the manager. I just want them to show something else. Um, in the next few weeks and months. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Ben. Um, I know you were very, very reluctant to, uh, but I very much appreciate it. Can I go? Um, You've got to wait for me to finish the the call or else you'll cut off the recording. Um, But, uh, you know, thanks for coming. Um, And if you're new to the podcast, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I know we're going to have quite a few people listening from uh, Ben's uh, Twitter. So, if you are new, make sure to, to follow the podcast and follow me on Twitter at EJ Stockdale. Uh, I'm sure we'll be back at the weekend to discuss the weekend's football. You know, Tottenham play Liverpool. What a game that's going to be. Can't wait for that. Um, and I'm sure we can end up discussing that and what happens to Liverpool, uh, whether they win, lose or draw. Uh, but as I say, thanks, Ben, for joining me. Um, and hopefully we'll catch up soon.